This is Healthcare Strategies. Hello, and welcome to Healthcare Strategies. My name is Hannah Nelson, and I am the Assistant Editor of EHR Intelligence. As the digital health transformation progresses, stakeholders are looking to well-established data standards to support health information exchange across the care continuum. Dr. Holly Miller, Chief Medical Officer of MedAllies, is part of the 360X Workgroup, an ONC-backed effort looking to build data standards to enable streamlined care. Dr. Miller is joining us today to discuss how 360X specifications can help stakeholders enhance care coordination. Dr. Miller, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you again, Hannah. Great. I'm so excited to dive into this conversation, and I think it would be helpful to start with some background. Could you tell us how you became involved in 360X? Well, let me tell our audience a little bit more about the 360X program, and I think that will be helpful. The Meaningful Use Stages 1 and 2 were very successful in broad adoption of electronic health records, but this still did not solve the problem of connectivity or interoperability across disparate healthcare organizations. And Many organizations were still using the fax machine. Some electronic health records enabled fax to go directly into the electronic health record, but nonetheless, fax in any form still required manual data entry, which could lead to very significant transcription errors and also caused a great deal of burden for providers to transcribe that information. Under the Office of the National Commissioner for Health Information Technology, or ONC, the DIRECT project was started. The DIRECT project was made to address connectivity with the ability for discrete data, such as problems, allergies, medications, immunizations, to be incorporated from one electronic health record into the other. Nonetheless, referral management continued to be problematic with patients often not receiving the care that had been recommended or required. And the referral management tracking was often a manual and quite time-consuming process. In fact, specific organizations created products that were add-ons to the electronic health record to track referral management. So again, the ONC sponsored the 360X project to address superior workflow and automated processes for tracking transitions of care until the referral loop or the transition of care loop would be closed and you knew that the patient had received the care that they required. I spent a lot of my career in integrated delivery networks, both as a provider and as a health information technology expert. And one of the things in an integrated delivery network even with multiple hospitals, you had the information you needed to care for the patient because mostly it was there, unless of course the patient was coming in from the outside, in which case all the things that we've discussed were issues. But in an open community, I would have instances where I would receive a patient and I had no information about them. Or alternatively, a patient would come back from having a referral outside of my organization. And again, I had no information and I would ask the patient, what did the specialist say? So it was very evident that we needed superior methods 
for cross-organizational workflow and interoperability. And that's really what the 360X project is made to address. Great, thank you so much. That's really helpful for us to get a, a background on the program itself before we dive deeper into some of the use cases and hear more about that. So perfect. Generally, what is the value of 360X specifications? So the specifications themselves are designed really to force that synergy across disparate healthcare organization systems around workflow regarding transitions of care for patients. The other thing that's really important to recognize are 360X is not a product. It's a specification that's IHE approved. And the specification has a variety of technology and standard development organization approved technologies that are really in ubiquitous use throughout the industry. And so it was designed to have a relatively low development bar so that it could readily be built and adopted by electronic health record vendors and then certainly by their customers in the healthcare industry. The components of 360X are direct interoperability with required information. So the CCDA and very specific information in addition to other information that's necessary for that transition of care. So for example, there's the discrete data in the CCDA, the problems, allergies, medication, immunization, or PAMI data that we already referenced that can be absorbed in the recipient electronic health record without needing to transcribe that. But also the sending provider can include results, tests, and studies that the patient has had. This is really important because it can prevent the inconvenience for the patient or pain, as well as prevent duplicate testing and the cost therein. The specifications also include unique patient and transition of care IDs for automated tracking and very importantly, there are HL7 V2 status messages such as accept, decline, cancel, no-show, and others. So that every point of the transition, both ends know exactly what's going on with the patient. So for example, if I'm an internist, if I refer a patient to a specialist and the patient does not show up for the appointment, I get a no-show message from that office and I can follow up with my patient and make sure that that patient gets the care they need. So again, there was a low development bar and what the intention was that the specification could work across all EHR vendor solutions and be readily adopted by clinicians because the workflow was convenient for them and expedited the care process. Great. So what use cases currently exist for 360X? This is a great question because it started out as referral management. So very much for those specialty referrals. And what we found was that we have a large dedicated group committed to the 360X project that's really been working on this for many years. These include clinicians, electronic health record vendor developers, ONC, and other healthcare constituents. So we're very excited that the group has really stayed involved and engaged and expanded the use cases beyond that initial referral management use case. So at this point, we have several IHE approved protocols for 360X, 
And these obviously include the first referral management, but also ambulatory or acute referrals to skilled nursing facilities. We're working on, and this is in front of IHE now, skilled nursing facility to emergency department. Another one that was an extension of that referrals to a skilled nursing facility was emergency medical service planned transport. So you can actually refer the patient to an emergency medical service provider for planned transport. So this might be, for example, from home to a dialysis center or a transfer from an acute facility to a skilled nursing facility and others EMS is not just the emergency technicians showing up at an accident, but it's also for planned transport. In addition, the use case that I think is so important that we've been working on are clinical referrals to community-based organizations that can address the patient's needs if they have social determinant of health needs. So those are the main use cases, and we'll probably be starting a new one, which will be either long-term post-acute care or skilled nursing facility or acute or ambulatory referrals to home health agencies, which is another very important use case. Yeah, that is really amazing how it's kind of evolved from the specialty referrals to all these different use cases. It's very, very cool to see. You know, something that I think is top of mind for a lot of people is clinician burden and how health IT can be used to actually mitigate clinician burden. So how would you say these specifications could address clinician burden in these ways? Well, we had talked about when you're making a transition of care for, you know, ordering that for a patient, that tracking that can be a very manual and time-consuming process. And with 360X, it's, it's really quite automated. And the other thing is a big change is that it would be the same across disparate healthcare organizations. So the way that you track it would be the same workflows across acute, ambulatory, LTPAC, et cetera. It, it really would be similar workflows. So the expectations would be set of how to track these referrals and to save time in doing so. We already talked about that it, it offers a dramatic efficiency of care delivery, which is something that I think is so exciting for the individuals receiving the care. And then some of the ways that 360X mitigates provider burden is, we mentioned already, auto matching with the unique patient and transition of care ID. And the thing that also, it's a very well thought out protocol because once that transition of care has been fulfilled, the ID is eliminated, terminated. So for example, if I'm referring a patient to a specialist and the specialist has completed their referral and they don't anticipate seeing the patient again for that problem, that terminates that unique referral ID. So in the future, if I were to refer the patient again, there would be a new unique referral ID. So it would allow me to track that second referral, even if it was a year or two later, but it wouldn't be the same as the original one because that one had been closed. That loop was already closed. Again, we talked about how instead of having to call someone's office, did you see the patient? Can I get the information? At all times, my office would be aware of the progress of the transition of care. So we mentioned those status messages. And so for example, again, with a referral, if a patient decided to cancel that, 
I would know that they'd cancel it. And again, I could follow up with the patient. So I think that's another way that rather than having to not know what happened and find out months later, you know exactly what's going on at all stages. So a lot of time and energy can go into tracking that information or worse, patients get lost through the cracks and don't get the care they need if no one is tracking it. Totally. And then I think the other area that, that we touched on is, and this is not insignificant, that not only are providers able to pull in so much information into their own electronic health records because it's coded data, but this data set is increasing as USCDI continues to increase what's available to be transferred and ingested from one system to another. Great. Thank you, Dr. Miller. Now, if we could dive back into the social determinant of health needs-based referral use case, you had mentioned that earlier. Could we talk about how these specifications could help advance health equity? This is a great question because a definition of health equity is that health equity is achieved when every person has the opportunity to attain his or her full health potential. And no one is disadvantaged from achieving this potential because of social position or other socially determined circumstances. And one of the things that we tackled with social determinants of health in 360X was the fact that now as providers are becoming more and more engaged and aware of the needs to assess their patients for social determinants of health needs, once a need is identified, it's very important to help that individual to find and make sure that the needs are met. And so if we're able from our electronic health record to make a referral and then track that referral to make sure that the patient needs were met, this greatly enhances the opportunity to ensure that patients are having their social determinants of health needs met, which is so important to overall health. Totally. Could we go through an example situation of how the specifications would be used for, say, a patient who has food insecurity, for example, how the specifications can be used for them to be connected to services? Well, that's a great example. And one of the reasons is we actually have an active 360X participant from Feeding America, Mark Mollenkopf, and he comes every week <laughs> to the 360X meetings. And Feeding America actually is planning to design national software that will use the 360X specification. So from an EHR, the clinician would make a referral to Feeding America about a patient that had needs in that area. Feeding America would then be able to respond that they were able to meet those needs, so an accept or decline. The other important thing is because community-based organizations that meet social determinants of health are not covered entities, the plan would be only to include information pertaining to the social determinant of health need, not all of the clinical information, but just the demographic and the need information so that the patient's privacy could be maintained. The security is inherent in the system. In that instance, 
the clinical referral would go directly to the community-based organization software. They would then respond with the classic accept or decline. They would be able to respond that the patient showed up, that their needs were met, and that they were continuing to manage and help with the patient's care in meeting the hunger. In other cases, or if the patient isn't being referred to Feeding America, what we're planning is that that referral could go to a community-based organization hub. The hub would then look for the community-based organization that could best fulfill the patient's need, manage that, and get back to the provider. Because a lot of community-based organizations that meet social determinants of health needs are not going to have software that is this sophisticated. So a community-based organization could easily then send a message to the provider that yes, we found an organization that can meet the needs, the patient's been accepted, and that the patient's been seen and that they're receiving ongoing care for that need. So we really tried to address the two different models that we saw would be out there in the, in the community. And again, within the group, we have two community-based organization social determinants of health hubs that are working very hard to develop this. That's great. And you said this is an ongoing project, right? Mm -hmm. I will mention that the two community-based organization software hubs have referenced that they plan to be live by the end of this year. So we're very excited about that because finally we're looking to manage this for our patients. And I think it's so important to make sure these needs are met. Totally. Now we could dive into the last question. How can 360X advance the push towards value-based care delivery, which is something that is top of mind for many people these days? So fundamentally, I think value-based care has so much to do with coordination of care across the ambulatory environment, the acute environment, and the entire long-term post-acute care healthcare organizations. 360X really is all about coordinating care and ensuring that patients receive the care that they require. 360X directly addresses this and ultimately wants to work towards improving care quality and efficiency, as well as reducing cost. So if you think of value-based care and the value equation, it's quality divided by cost. So if we can increase quality and decrease cost, we're going to dramatically increase value. And 360X definitely works to do that. We've talked about the fact that test studies and all kinds of results can be sent through 360X with those referrals. Well, again, that's going to decrease duplicate testing and the need for such duplicate testing. So that's going to be cost-saving. The fact that the recipient provider has that information and doesn't need to duplicate tests they may be able to achieve the care that the patient requires in one or two visits rather than three or four. So it creates care efficiencies and decreases the charges for the care that's going to be provided. And also the referring clinician is sending along critical information that they know that the referred to clinician will need. And that's going to vary depending on the reason that someone's referring a patient, be it a specialty referral or even a referral from an acute organization to a skilled nursing facility. The more information you can provide, the more efficiently you're going to be able to take care of the patient. 
So I think all of those things, the decreased provider burden, decreased costs in duplicate testing and increased efficiency of care, as well as the quality of care we're able to offer because of having the information at hand that we need. And finally, most importantly, that 360X enables tracking of our patients so that they don't fall through the cracks and are not lost to follow up. Great. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Miller. I really appreciate you coming on today and it's always a pleasure speaking with you. And it really is a great pleasure speaking with you. And for our listeners, feel free to reach out to us at hnelson at techtarget.com to share your thoughts on this topic. You can also use this email address to tell us any other healthcare-related questions or stories you would like us to consider covering. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars and a positive review. Thank you so much for listening. This has been an Intelligent Healthcare Media production.